Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. How and why are you drunk at 6 o'clock? Well, the how's pretty self-explanatory, and the why is because I thought we were leaving at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Ergo, Latin, plenty of time to sleep it off. Bro. Hey, move on. Stop breaking news, dude. I think it's really fun. At the club, club 1080. <laughs> you know, uh, go ahead and climb out of my house for a while. I can't even imagine. Shut up. Once you take your butt out of here, shut up. Shut up. We're fighting for clicks, we're fighting for wins. Open mind, clean slate, let's go. Yay. Do you believe? What's up, Bob? Do you believe that? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. They were hurting you so bad. Oh, no. What up? How's it going? Ah, oh, you know. What's going on? I'm exhausted after that hardcore, you know, two hours of sports. Not even two hours. Yeah, but we sports so hard. I could get used to that. Dude, it's not about quantity. It's about quality. I think that's right. We sprinted. Yeah. Well, we were on late because of the Ducks basketball game today. That's right. Great game. Was it? No. (laughs) I listened to it on the radio. No, you didn't. I did. How do you think I knew when to come in? Well, but that doesn't mean you listen to the game. You 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 checked in to find out where it was in the game, so you knew when to come in. You didn't listen to the whole game. I kept an ear. I kept an ear on the game. Yeah, I watched it. Well, I can't even say that. I I didn't really watch it. I had it on mm-hmm. at the house because it was on True TV. Oh, did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, True TV. All right. And. Uh, like yeah. when you said that the, the the guy for Oregon, you're like, was it uh, Rigsby? Rigsby. I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Or you said Bigsby. Bigsby. And I was like, yeah, that sounds right. And you're like, oh no, it's Rigsby. Brennan Rigsby. I knew that there was a. a busy... He's a white guy. Yeah. Well, there you go. And Folly Dante was out there. Well, that one I knew. Being all clunky. He's been on that roster for a bit, actually. Yeah, he feels like he's on that Cherokee Parks plant. He's been there for like a thousand years. Ah, that COVID year, baby, <laughs> that extended everybody's. Well, careers. Bo Nix is on that plan. See, that guy's played more college ball games than anyone known to man. Cam Rising would no, be... No, I think it's starts, right? Total yeah, starts? Yeah, total starts. Yeah. Cam Rising could have that. If, if Rising gets a medical year, I think that would be his eighth year. Yeah, I don't think Enfali Dante is making like two and a half million NIL money like Bo Nix is, though. 
I could be wrong. Is Bo making two and a half? It's a, it's it's a number. I, I thought Caleb was like around three, three and a half. Bo was like around one and a half to two and a half. Good for him, Estimates. Man. You know, the star of the show today was a Georgia kid by the name of Blue Kane. <laughs> You're my boy, Blue! He's a white... With a ponytail? He's a white guy with a ponytail. He's like a ginger. You don't see that very and often. And his name's Blue Kane. <laughs> and I met his dad, and yes, he is a guy with a mullet with a big wad of dip in his mouth. What? I'm, I'm kidding. Oh, oh, I got but, excited I'm like, there. wait a minute. You know Mr. Kane? Yeah. Well, well they, they keep, just like this. They keep showing that uh, Badgett, the Chicago Bears quarterback, his dad's yeah. like an arm wrestling champ, and believe me, that dad will let you know it. Is he really? Yeah. And like that's he's got, he's doing bits. His dad loves it. He's got that red face. He's a red face dad. Hey, oh, this is yeah. his moment. Oh, dude, that, you want to talk about high T? Uh, and yeah. then, like, they were talking about how he's like he learned to throw arm angles because he was working out with his dad during COVID, <laughs> and he got so muscle bound that he had to he, he had he had to learn to throw sidearm because he was so he's getting so swole. Does he strike you as like that Todd Marinovich kind of dad, where just just push push his kid to be great? He doesn't I don't know care about that. I think he just strikes me as the sort of guy that like is like you want to fuck? I'll kick your ass right now. You think you can whoop your old man? Let's go. It's like he's got Festivus. Like, dinner isn't over until you pin his dad. One of those types. Very, very aggressive. Well, his kid sucks. I'll <laughs> yeah. tell you that. Plays hey, not the, the answer. Plays for the Bears. Um, he was for one week, much like Dobbs was in Minnesota. They're like, oh, we found our quarterback. Ah, just wait till next week. He is the Mike White of 2023. There okay, you there you go. Also, can I just say this, too? That Have you seen the you John... You can't stop sports. In, no, no, no. This isn't sports. Have you seen the John Travolta... Uh, Capital whatever the Capital One Express card, the Santa commercial yet? No, it's it's Fat John Travolta as Santa Claus, and I love it. I can't get enough of it. Okay, you, look it up. It's like he's he's doing he's doing bits. He's dressed up as like a hip Santa, and I'm not gonna lie, it might be my favorite Santa Claus I've ever seen. It was just on like behind us there, and every time I see it, I, it makes me want to like go get a Capital One card just so I can hang out with. John Travolta as Santa Claus. It's an updated, cooler Santa, and I can't get enough. Best I haven't commercial. seen it. I'll keep my eye out. Yeah. Now, do you think he'd be cool to hang out with? Travolta? Yeah. He looks bad. Well, he's badass crazy, so yeah. He's a pilot, too. Yeah. So yeah. Well, he's got that. He's, like, into the whole Scientology thing, and, you know, him and Tom Cruise both. Yeah. I'd, he seems I'd, like kind of an interesting guy. I'd hang out with Travolta. That guy has seen and done some stuff. But he could also be super insufferable, too. I'd, Seems like that. I'd roll the dice. Well, he went from, like, biggest movie star on the planet to, like, no one would hire him. And then, like, Pulp Fiction happens and he makes a big comeback. Yeah, he's seen some stuff, man. His kid, I mean, didn't he's, he lost a kid not too long ago? Well. He's got some perspective on stuff. You remember that movie Phenomenon from him? That was about his whole, that was his personal pet project of what he thinks we could all be. Yeah. I, I always remember that when I think of John Travolta. Good good piece of cinema there. Yeah, it's not a bad flick <laughs> until you realize that like he thinks that like that's the whole like that's Scientology. Like, yeah, it's 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 a bit it's a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit it's a bit well, weird, but hey man, I grew up in the Mormon church, so I'm not here to cast stones at I just like Jordan's factor. Good piece of cinema there. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. That was great. Quit <laughs> calling him Jordan. It's Schultz. Oh, Schultz, sorry. You're screwing rebranding. You're screwing up his rebrand here. Uh, I, I just felt like that was something that like movie reviewers would say. So I don't know. It's not a bad flick. I don't yeah. know either. Hey, if you want more hot ducks talk, ducks roundtables coming up at seven. So stick around for that. I think no. I think it's it's more of a like a rhombus table. Anthony Newman's out. Oh, he is. Yeah. Why? I, what happened? Uh, I believe uh, Joe Fisher sick? called bubble guts on him. Oh, 
Oh no. Which is a bit odd that they're <laughs> saying that about Anthony Newman. But, it was uh, it was a very cold and wet pregame show. So getting sick, uh, and then he was coaching on Friday night too. Getting sick, not out of the realm. Not surprised. Well, if anyone's going to get sick, it's me sitting out in that stupid weather watching the Thorns game. <laughs> Least they could do is win, for God's sakes. You got to get under the cover with all the rich people. Totally. We had the best seats. In the, like, we're literally on the field. Well, it's, some of this is on you because yesterday was really nice. Like, I, what, we got in 18 holes of golf and we were in short sleeves. Yeah. But we knew that the weather was coming. It's on us. We got out of there before yeah. it, it hit, which was right around 2, 2.30. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys should have. I mean, I. Well, we all we went out eating. How do you and, not know that? Well, that was... we went out eating, drinking before, so we met up at two. So I left my house like one yeah. thirty. Yeah. So and you I... should have known that was right in the window of hey, let's check the weather. It was super nice out. Yeah, but you got to check the weather. Uh, no, it was bush league. On it's my Oregon. Part. Uh, <laughs> then it was we're walking to the game. We're like, like Moses oh my was there. God, like they fumbled again. Did they really? I think they did. The hell, we're in trouble here. Parts. Yeah, this isn't looking. It's not good. This isn't looking so good. Uh, no, they got it back, but it's fourth down. We they suck. We, I hate Zach Wilson. We didn't count on the Jets being. Uh, no, we didn't. This idiotic. I thought they were better coached. Well, Shout out to to all those Jets fans that thought Aaron no. Rodgers just being on the sideline would help Zach Wilson. It doesn't. Sorry. God. What are they doing? Fumbling the ball again. That's three fumbles. Although this one looks like they at least got back. Who's winning? What is occurring? Well, the Jets aren't winning, and it's costing me money. And after the last couple weeks I've had, I needed this one. Thanks a lot, Jets. It's our fault for betting on the Jets. I really liked this one. I did, too. Like, which, a lot. Which probably means... And they just blo- Did they just block that? He got it off. Anyway, what were you saying? Come on, focus. I don't know. What's the matter with you? You're speaking Japanese. You were saying something about the weather and going oh, out. and Yeah, I just, I, I did the, uh, I looked outside and I was like, God, it looks gorgeous out. I'm like, what a great night for go get thorny and then, yeah. no. Well, Walk into the game like the. You're an idiot. The streets of Portland were flooding. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Yeah. It's freaking ridiculous. But it's your own fault. Yeah. You should have had a rain, ca- a rain jacket. I know. Should have just gone to a bar and kept drinking is what we should have done. Or that, and just not go to the game. Yeah. But you was, don't need that S. That was playoffs. Got to support the team, man. Someone here has to not be sexist and support the team, you big jerk. Looking right at you. So I've got sunken treasure news. I do like sunken treasure. But first, I uh, was watching a little bit of Yellowstone the other night, or the other day. Was it yesterday morning? I don't know. I'm sorry. They were they were doing. That I know. Show sucks. What? It really does suck. I. It they was were... it was good for like a season and a half, and then he started making every other offshoot, and that show just was atrocious. So I don't know what channel it was. Maybe it was just Paramount or whatever. But they were showing a. It was a Yellowstone. Um, the recap sort of thing. Just they were just playing all bunch of episodes. Sure, a marathon, if you will. Yeah, you ever do this where you just. There's nothing to watch, it's not, and you're not really going to watch it anyway, so you sure. just put something on. Absolutely. I do that with Bar Rescue all the time. Yeah, Bar oh, Rescue. I love that show. Bar Rescue's a good one. I do that with South Park and Archer. Look at this! Look at this mold! You look at this! <laughs> I like me some John Taffer. He's great, uh, but I think I've seen every episode of that show. Yeah. Like, like three times. Yes, and they play the same ones over and over, and it's just like, all right. So I put it on. Well, Yellowstone, for some reason, we put that on. Okay. And so then I got sucked into it. And I was watching it, and I because I've watched all of it. Yeah, you know, me back too. when it was popular. Yeah, boy, that show does not hold up. No, have you watched one of those episodes lately? I have not. 
Because when you and it's not that long ago that we were watching Yellowstone and everybody was raving about it. It was all the rage. Like they, they Yellowstone became a cultural phenomenon to the point where like Rip and Beth were trending as I names know. for babies. And the show, I mean, it's like Dallas, right? Yes. It's like it's just you know what you're getting. It's the same crap over and over. A couple of the characters, including Beth, are really good, and we just we we fell in love with it. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's like this outstanding show, but boy, if you go back and watch Yellowstone now, rough. Oh my god, it's so rough. <laughs> the acting is terrible. So much overacting, and it's terrible. And some of the scenes, and they're just, it's just really kind of over I, the top and stupid. I really liked it at the beginning, and then, like I said, he started writing every other spinoff, and this, the writing on it just became awful, and the plots, like. How many people can be murdered before someone asks questions? <laughs> like, like I'm not asking it to be the most realistic thing in the world. I get it; it's a drama, but dude, like, like people die. People are blown up in a bomb, and everyone's like, "Well, I don't know. That's that happened." Like, they're they're like the governor tries to get assassinated, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, that's the end of that." You can get shot by like road assassins, and then everyone's like, "Eh, we're never gonna follow up on that again." And by the way, how does the Kevin Costner, the main character, live after getting shot at three times in your midsection? Just un. It's season three, four into five starts. To That's get what I'm saying. Unbelievable. It, the first two seasons were really good, and then they just. That's the definition of mailing it in week after week, and somewhere around like season the start of season four. I was like, this is so dumb. And then I was forced to watch it because we were watching it as a couple. And so we were like, well, this is what we're doing, watching Yellowstone. And I every week I was like, what are we doing? Wasn't some of that during the time where we, I don't remember what years, but I, were we kind of COVID-y shut down during some of that? Probably. And that led yeah. us to watching that. We all watched Tiger King. Like it was well, that weird, was original It COVID. was a weird time. <laughs> but I think Yellowstone, we kept watching it because we were all still kind of shut-ins at the time. Yeah. And, we, and that show was kind of one of the more popular shows that everybody was talking about on social well, media and such. And, and now Costner left. He's he Costner killed the show, and they've delayed it. Like the, yeah. the, They're still waiting to finish the last season of it. And then it ends forever, and I think they pushed it back to, like, November of next year. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Their final episodes, they finally announced <laughs> the final episodes will air November of 2024. Good Lord. So he's he wanted to go film something else. He's doing another project. Yeah, he didn't want to keep So he it. just was like, screw it, I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, so now, I don't know how they're going to kill him off, but they had, they, the final season was two eight-episode installments, right? Yeah. So the first eight have already aired, Yeah. and they're terrible, but whatever. And then the second eight, they just still haven't filmed. And then you had the strike, and it's just been and Costner, and it's just been a mess. It should just go. <laughs> it's just well, they got. I think they got to do the final eight. But how can you? Like the main character is refusing to kill do him. it. Kill how? him. He's not. You just. We're just going to show up, and they're just going to be like, well, he's. Yes. It's like everything else. They're like, well, what happened to him? They're like, uh, he died. Well, not this, a, he, uh, uh, he went to the train station. Yeah. Isn't this what? Uh, Good writers like Taylor Sheridan are supposed to like this is a curveball and he's got to handle it and let's see what he comes up with. I, by the way, I think he's overrated. Uh, I would just like to state live yeah. on the radio, Taylor Sheridan is overrated. He's not that great. What did he do before this? Well, oh, he's written a bunch of stuff. He yeah, wrote Sicario, which yeah, okay. is a freaking masterpiece. He's got a lot of stuff that's been popular, but um, they're saying also that there will be two spinoffs. You know, he's done the two other spinoff shows. Yeah. So far, and there's two more coming. Which hot take? Eighteen eighty three. Yeah, 
not not which one okay so there were two of them yeah there was 1923 which had harrison ford that one was good yes 1883 i could not agree more that was so boring tim mcgraw faith hill i literally boring i watched 10 episodes for them to die at the end i really i could not agree with you anymore jordan i mean schultzy and i told a friend of mine that and they could not disagree with me more about that they loved 1880 i said they were asking about the two prequels and I said, 1923 is actually really good. A lot of different storylines, yeah. cool, good show. Uh, 1883, skip it, because Tim McGraw and Faith Hill can't act. Yeah. But there's a hot in it, mm, so that helps. Yeah, yeah, she's and she narrates 1923, I yeah. believe, as well. She's but they were, they were like, oh, it's so good. They came back to me like, you're crazy. That's so good, dude. That show is boring as hell. 1923 was pretty good. Now they've got two more coming. 1944. So basically, it's just the family in different eras. Yes. How and about so, instead of writing like five <laughs> crappy shows, you just go back to writing one good show? Well, like I said, 1923 was pretty good. No. Uh, 1944 and, get this, 2024. <laughs> what? Yes. They're, they're going to do a, well, so it wouldn't be a prequel. They're going to do a present day Yellowstone, <laughs> which is kind of what it is now. Isn't that just Yellowstone? Well, I think it. I think this is their way of getting around the Costner thing. Like, it's just, you could do a different show, but they're saying that um, a lot of the present day characters will be in it. Okay. I'm not I sure just, I want a lot of the just, present day. So characters basically, in Yellowstone it. is kind of continuing. Yeah, I would just like to state for the record, not that anyone cares, but I'm done. I'm just, <laughs> I'm out. I don't blame you. I'm officially out. I, don't I just blame you. don't care. You Go, won't watch the final eight if probably they come out? not. I, I bet you do. I have not liked that thing in two seasons. <laughs> It was to the point where my, where my my gal didn't like watching it with me because she just I was just so negative. You'd be like, "Oh my god." I'm like, god. "What the really? Like we're doing <laughs> this for God's sakes." Well, go back to writing of- movies because he wrote Wind River is really good. He wrote Sicario and one of my favorite movies uh starring the great Jeff Bridges, Hell or High Water. Oh, is that's right. Fantastic. So when he takes his time, the dude's great. It's just that I mean, I'll bet you they they drove a dump truck full of money and were like, we need nine things. And he's like, well, okay. And you can't, in the in the words of Ron Swanson, don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. He hasn't whole-assed anything well, in think, forever. Doesn't CBS own him? Like Probably. They, they signed him to his own, yeah, like sure. they have all of his stuff. Yeah. Like give us give us everything you've got and we here's sat an next to him amount of money. We sat next to him at breakfast in Vegas once. Is he just he's a handsome son of a gun. My wife was yeah, horny. I yeah, I get it. Um, Duh. Did he make you wear a cowboy hat later that he, night? He was wearing a cowboy hat. Yeah. Because we were we happened to be at the wind at the same time as the premiere for eighteen eighty three. Yeah. And he was there and his hot wife and they were dining and he looked more than hungover. Yeah. But Wait, now hot ex wife? Oh, are they divorced now? Well, I'm assuming with all his money now that he's moved on. I mean, that's what you do. Well, she was pretty hot, man. Yeah, I'm looking at her. She is indeed hot, but again, kind of Brazilian looking. Yeah, but that like she he he married her when he had like Sicario, Heller, High Water money. He's got Yellowstone money now, so you know it's what happens. He's pulling a Russell Wilson. He's very short. Really? Yes. Well, I wouldn't. Very think, short. I wouldn't think that because he, 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 he on TV he seems like a very rugged. Oh, he's rugged, but yeah, he's short. He's short. Yeah, you you don't have to. I mean, he's you can still a, be rugged and short, right? He's got a great jawline. He's well, right he does. You say he's attractive in a cowboy hat, but then you look at a picture with him next to Kevin Costner, and he looks like a five next to Kevin Costner. It's yeah. hilarious. Well, Kevin Costner's beautiful. 
Yeah, I mean, you can. And hung like a horse. <laughs> really? I, Cost- I mean, I don't know. Costner is one of those guys that, like, 20-year-olds and 50-year-olds all want to shoot. He's great. It's, he's freaking Kevin right. Costner, for God's uh, sakes. Shows that don't hold up. Oh, my God. He's standing next to Costner. Dude, Costner's, like, towers above him. Isn't Costner, like, six? I don't think so. I, I think Costner's probably... I don't think so. But he... Well, I will tell you, Taylor Sheridan is short. Yeah, because, like, in this photo next to Costner... He looks tiny. A and, tiny little man. And Kevin Costner is not a strapping man. Um, all right. Shows that don't hold up and sunken treasure news uh, coming up next on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is scotch, scotch. On 1080, the fan. Can I get a hot tub? Yeah, somebody texted the Vancouver Ford text line and said that uh, Entourage, actually a few people did, said Entourage is the show that doesn't hold up whatsoever. That's a great point. I can see that. Very true. So true. The only one that I can think of that's worse in terms of not holding up is Friends. I never watched it uh, that much, and I can't say that I've gone back and watched it again. Dude, it's insufferable. It's awful. Is it? It is so... Is it hokey? Awful. Well, they stare at like that fat guy in the window that gets dressed. I mean, this is just one of many references that are just so not okay and outdated, but it's like, okay, apparently it's cool for you guys to laugh at a fat dude getting dressed in the window and think he's gross. Like, that's not okay. Schultz is sensitive to fat shaming. Yeah, Mm. I am. I'm a chubby dude, man. Hey, look, I'm just saying, like that. You watch the Friends, any any episode of Friends, any episode, they're all the same. Yeah. 
it is really like cringy bad. Interesting. Um, does my my gal now that uh, and I, I have no idea why it was so popular. Who's the Matthew Perry that just died? Yeah. Uh, I come home a lot, and like well, she'll be like making dinner, and she's watching Friends now. I think there's a resurgence now with Matthew Perry, and uh, I'll have to sit down and, and, and give it a whirl yeah. and see see what you think. Yeah, report back. Because like I remember, uh, I remember a number of years ago sitting down and uh, um, God, what's the name of it? Why can't I? Why can't I think of it? Uh, the Doctor Show, the original one, ER. You ever did you watch ER with Clooney and Anthony Edwards and all that? You know, I don't think I ever did. Didn't John Stamos eventually make it onto yeah, that? Yeah, I really liked ER. That was like one of those shows, like growing up, that I, I enjoyed. And I don't remember why, but it was on for some reason. And I, I sat down and watched it and was like, Eesh. terrible. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. Like I remember, like I remember, like that was an emotional thing with Anthony Edwards' character. It was like Doctor Green when he died. I remember, oh man, that was a hell of a thing. I remember reading about it. Yeah, my then, wife watched it. Yeah, and like you know, <laughs> it was a whole thing. And I went back and watched uh, an episode of it, and it was just one episode, so maybe it just you know, again, I hadn't seen that show in you know a decade plus. I just remember sitting there and just kind of having that same feeling of like, man, I really liked this. And, but movies can be like that. Some stuff doesn't hold up, you know, and it just it's well, uh, there's a lot of the shows. You know, I I saw. Have you watched the uh, documentary on Michael J. Fox yet? I have not. Pretty good. It's uh, him today and kind of what he goes through on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, and he's in it. and uh, Well, obviously he's in it. But they interview. it's basically just an interview with him. And he talks about it. It's about his life. Sure. But Family Ties does not hold up. No, I think... <laughs> if you've seen any episodes of that recently yeah it's uh, or clips even you're just like ooh, why did we like this i think a lot of those shows don't hold up like even the ones that seem edgy like i really like the same thing i really liked married with children and it was never meant to be a serious show it just wasn't but when i and i still you know i still love al bundy his character always makes me laugh but it's it's so poor quality and just so it's just bad. It's just a really bad show. And you think like, oh my God, this was like really edgy and like cutting edge. And, you know, it was like controversial. And you're like, oh my gosh. I know. No, so it's just. Shows you how far we've come. Yeah. Well, I saw it recently. I just, it was trending today, but the, and now everyone's pissed because they're, they're doing the go, you know, go woke, go broke thing. Because now people are trying to cancel the Simpsons because Why? I guess Homer will no longer be strangling Bart. Okay. But it's a cartoon. Well, but here's my thing. Who gives an F if Homer's strangling Bart? Like, I. If he my, is or isn't. Isn't. I don't. Like, I love The Simpsons. <clears throat> the Simpsons is one of the most well written shows of all time. Yeah, it, it's like you're, you're, pro, you're, you're pro strangulation. That's well, weird. And it changes the show none. 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 Yeah. Not, so there was, a, there was a big thing today about, like, oh my God, I'll never watch The Simpsons again. So all of the really brilliant creative writing and social commentary and great humor, all of that's out the window <laughs> because they decided to have Homer not strangle. Are you, like, everyone always claims that, like, and I get it. Some of the PC stuff is so ridiculous. And I do think it's silly that, you know, they, they've decided to not strangle a cartoon boy because after 30 years, now it's an issue. But they, they try to claim that the, the that it's so, that we're so sensitive and we're so candy-ass and PC. But at the same time, are you so sensitive that you can't handle a show simply being like, I don't know, we're not going to strangle Bart anymore. That's the key component to The Simpsons? I mean, it's And not- without that, you can't watch it? I'm not going to 
say I'm mad because I'm sensitive. I think I'm mad at the idiots that are calling for it. I think that it's like really you're kowtowing to the dumbasses that are saying that this is a problem. Well, I, I don't yeah. know if anyone, they just, Matt Groening apparently, whoever was the still running Snowflake. the show, just was like, I don't know, we're not going to strangle him anymore. And now that's a, like there was no call for it or whatever. Okay. It's just that he decided, like a number of years ago, uh, Hank Azaria decided that he was no longer going to do a poo. Because he was a white guy doing an Indian thing, yeah, and he was exactly. like, well, he goes, we should have an Indian guy doing the Indian accent. Right. And it's the same. People were like, losers! I'll never watch again! Because a guy made a choice to not do a voice anymore. So, like, all the people that claim that everyone is way too sensitive, you're as sensitive as anyone out there. Because if the idea of someone choosing to not do a voice anymore triggers you that much dude you're just a sensitive snowflake too you're just sensitive in a different snowflakey sort of way it's a very weird mentality it is it's just odd it's just like this you end up being a spider-man meme where it's like you're sensitive and then they're <clears> pointing <throat> back at you being like well so are you well i think hank is area too there were like a couple of indian comedians that are like if i see him at a party i'm gonna you know hit him in the effing face because if I hear him do that, you know, that impression. Well, I mean, Hank Azaria just decided, he goes, look, I don't want to, half it may have been like, I don't want to deal with this crap. It's not worth it. I do a thousand voices. I don't need to do this one. I don't know. It's just like the, it, the only people that apparently are unfazed by that are the South Park people. So if you want to praise someone for not <laughs> falling to any of this is the South Park people. There is not a boundary that they will not push. What they're known for. I was. They recently put out a new. They put out a new movie. It's on Paramount. Oh my god! It is. Uh, just. I'll just say one of the bases of it is Cartman, who's the main character. He's the the little fat kid that's the pot stirrer or pot stirrer. He becomes president of Disney, <laughs> and his whole theme is no matter what it is. Put a girl in it and make her lame. That's it. So, like, no matter what show they're doing, he just keeps saying, "Put her, put her in it, make her gay, make her lame." And because Cartman becomes head of the the uh, studio, Cartman in the episode, the 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 South Park episode, is played by a black girl. <laughs> so all of the characters from South Park end up in the movie being played by like ethnic uh by ethnic girls it's they just don't give a f and no, they never have and they will never bow down and they have gone after everybody and that i i will say that it is kind of fun that there's at least one person out one well two people that have dug their heels in are like whatever good luck no i think it's called the uh, joining the pandaverse it came out yes. a couple weeks ago yes. and it is hilarious <laughs> yeah, go watch <laughs> A perfect comment on on our culture today yes. in society, <laughs> and we need that. Yes, we do. They are they are a we great voice in that that realm. All right, sunken treasure news. How much is this treasure worth? We'll get to that next. But here's Schultzy with SportsCenter. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. Sitting on a cloud of judgment, handing down life lessons to all the sinners. On 1080, The Fan. Double Fan Power! Okay, I've got uh, shipwreck news. I don't know if you guys have read about this at all, but there's a ship in, it was called the San Jose. Mm -hmm. And uh, it has been at the bottom of... Uh, where was it? I think it was it. I think they were sailing in Panama when it went down. Okay. In 1708. Seems like that's uh, it's, it's been a while. Okay. Yeah, it has been a while. Yeah. But this shipwreck is special because it's been dubbed the Holy Grail because they believe that it has roughly twenty billion dollars. Worth of gold, sil- silver, and emeralds Does, on board. That seems like a lot. Um, 200 tons of gold, silver, and emeralds. So have people been looking for this thing for a while, then, I'm assuming? Yeah, this is like a Nick Cage national treasure well, type of deal. Well, let me just say this for the record, too. Sunken treasure, way cooler than buried treasure. So here's why it went down. Okay, so let's go back to 1708. It says the San Jose Galleon was sailing from Portobello, Panama as the flagship of a treasure fleet of 14 14 merchant vessels and three Spanish warships when it encountered a British squadron. Mm -hmm. The San Jose was tracked down 16 miles off of uh, Cartagena near Baru by English Commodore Charles Wager. So that's like you're in Colombia now. From the Royal Navy, yes. 1708. A fight ensued known as Wager's Action. Sources say that Wager initially planned to take control of the ship, the crew, and the cargo. However, the powder magazines on the San Jose detonated, destroying the treasure-laden ship before it could be captured. Pretty much all of the 600 people aboard died, and it sank. Okay. Fast forward to 2015. When the Americans, mm. sorry, the Colombians found it, Navy divers. I'm not certain like how all that works, but I do know there are people that are like full-on treasure hunters that are out looking like in international waters, and I, like sometimes there is disputes about when you find something, who owns it, and absolutely. Well, that's that's the thing is this is now shockingly being fought over. Oh, of course, because it was found in nearly it was about three thousand feet down okay um and there's really good pictures they've so that people have been looking for it for years yeah. and um so now that they know where it is there's a lot of people that have gone down there and taken some really pretty clear photos of stuff that's still intact like there's a lot of s down there well if people have gone down there and we uh we got some sticky fingers as well when we're down there <laughs> well Look, i don't know i'm just saying if i'm down there photographing some stuff uh i'm pulling a denzel washington i'm from around the way i'm coming away with something i just think i'm, they I'm wa- taking i'm taking a pocket full of uh of, of emeralds i think they watch you pretty closely oh yeah i see it right here so um there are so many different entities that are 
claiming that they should have a part of this. Can I make my claim too? I, I would like to stake my claim to four to twenty billion dollars worth of treasure. Well, there's probably a website you can go. Uh, yeah, this is join like... the class action. <laughs> yeah, who am I suing here? I, w- I want a piece of this. Well, the Americans. We have a research company that claims it founded in 1981. Ah, and so... what what they're saying is that they turned the coordinates over to the Colombians, but they said, "Hey, when you bring that bitch up, we're getting half of it." Boy, so this really does come down to finders keepers. Uh, I, I feel like I found it, therefore uh, I get I get my my piece. Well, now the Colombians say, "Well, we we're the ones that are going to pull it up. We found it," but the Americans say, "No, we gave you the coordinates." <laughs> and then somehow the Spaniards are involved. Well, it's probably their ship. I mean, well, it was their ship. Well, that's my thing. Is like, so like if I wreck my car and you find it, you don't get to keep what's in my trunk. Is there a, a statute of limitation on this? I've, I mean, I, I know it's 1700, but if it was a Spanish, a Spanish government ship, shouldn't they have some sort of entitlement to it? There's also the people, the indigenous people of Bolivia who believe it's theirs. Ah. <laughs> uh, Why because, is it theirs? Well, because they say their people were forced to mine for the gold and jewels. Ah. So they were looking for it. Oh, I and see. And so they believe it's theirs. <laughs> That's not a very good case, is it? But, no. But, I mean, hey. that Hey, I would make that claim myself. Oh, yeah, man. Take a stab at this thing. But they're saying that it is a, a huge historic and cultural achievement if they bring this uh, bitch up. So they're going to bring the whole ship they're up, They're going to huh? bring it up. 62-gun galleon. Doesn't that, uh, like, I don't know a whole lot about shipwrecks, but doesn't, doesn't they just, like, fall apart? It's been down there for... Yeah, I don't know. been down there for a while. Well, yeah, I've seen the Titanic's going to disintegrate. So, yeah, that's metal. Yeah. I mean, this is wood. So no, but that still you can. It's same same difference. Like the, it's all going to deteriorate just at a different rate. Yeah. Well, I think for twenty billion, you kind of got to yeah, give you it gotta, a shot. You got to give it a whirl. I wonder how you do that. You put like some <laughs> balloon type stuff underneath a big net. I don't know. How that, it's like one of those big claw machines. You just go down there and grab it. <laughs> it's pretty badass, though. It is. Pre- some of the pictures are cool. Like yeah, they, I'm seeing it. Yeah, there's there's a, like a an intact and... Chinese dinner set. Yeah. And other crockery that were in there that's worth a bunch of money. Um, yeah, these some of these photos are freaking crazy. And that's in that you know obviously they know where it's at. I gotta believe that there's like people watch, like you said, watching that thing like hot. Because oh, what what's stopping guaranteed. people from going down there and just you know get a little get a little, a little taste, something, something. get a little taste, get you a little Chinese teacup. Hell yeah. I'd be going Drop down. Drop that on the black market. Well, they said that there's like emeralds and stuff, right? Yep. That's that Goonie stuff. One-eyed Willie, just you know, take a handful, put it in your marble bag. Do you buy the whole twenty billion thing, though? Oh well, this seems... this one says four to twenty. Maybe they don't. My guess they don't is they know. don't have a full appreciation of what's actually in there. Yeah. You think you have an idea? And how dumb were the Spaniards to be cruising around with all that stuff on one ship? I mean, well, it said it was one of 14. One of but... 14, and there was probably a bunch of war galleys around there, so you probably felt pretty, you know, you had a big swing and D. You know, well, you, you don't you... feel great about it now, though, do probably you? Probably not. Well, does anyone, like, this is the old Kevin Hart bit, but no one sets out to F up. No one's like, hey, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to F up my life. <laughs> no one set sail on that trip and was like, yeah, I'm going to go botch this whole thing up. You probably thought you were invincible. Again, the Titanic theory. Those idiots were like, this ship's unsinkable, full steam ahead, right? Until you smacked into an iceberg. It is fascinating to me to think it's like, I, all right, we got to move something valuable, but but, gosh, that's a lot of valuables to move at once. Even. Yeah, let's just put it on one wooden ship. What could go wrong? <laughs> exactly. 
Even split it's amongst 2023, 14. and we can't have people that cross the max tracks without <laughs> running into a GD train. Yet yeah. we're criticizing people from the 1700s. <laughs> you know, flying some giant ass, you know, flying Dutchman ship that they're cruising around. I want the captain's wheel. I'm looking down here, and I, that's. I mean, I know it's. I, I don't know what that's worth anything. I just think that'd be sweet. Like, there's a crystal clear photo of the big captain's wheel. Like, that thing I want to mount above my TV. Hey, what's that? That's my. It's the San Jose's Captain Wheel. That would be pretty baller. Hell yeah. Of all the stuff you could have that's not, you know, outside of treasure. Is that worth something, you think? Oh, I'm sure it's worth it something, but I don't think it's, you know. I bet you, like, the 510 Grand Arena. Like, would just anyone. Because be, of where it is. Oh, 5 to 10. Would anyone believe you? Like, if I show up to your house and you're like, yeah, that's from a, 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 an yeah. old warship called the San Jose that was uh <laughs> that went down in 1708. Uh, you you won't believe this but it had 20 billion worth of uh No, but here's the thing. Like it's it's the same principles if you showed up at my house and I had like a, a diamond the size of a, a walnut. You'd be like, "Yeah, that's not real." But if you showed up to like a rich guy's house and he had a diamond the size of a walnut, you'd be like, "Holy crap." So it's the same thing. Like, if you showed up to a rich dude's house and he had a, a couple hundred-year-old pirate wheel, you would assume that's real. My house? That's no. That's true. Yeah, why would you have that? Exactly. And not some rich guy. Exactly. So that's, it's all, it's all relative. Just imagine you go over to Suk's house, you see, like, an old painting, a nice ship's wheel, you know, some old relic diamond just sitting next to each other. All of a sudden there. Like, I don't have any, like, no one, no one like that would have anything, because if it was really worth I would have sold it by now. See, I'd keep that in like a lockbox or like a safety deposit box. I wouldn't be displaying any of that as anywhere. Like, if anyone wants to break into my house, you're going to be sorely disappointed about the loot that you find. Same here. I mean, I'll, you're not getting anything in my house. I, I honestly couldn't even begin to tell you what would be the most like a street value of what I've got that you could that you could take. It's nothing. It's all household stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't in our house. Yeah, there's nothing. I don't think I have a single thing. Of great value Do you, that have, you could steal from my house. Have you ever used a safe safe deposit box? No, never. Neither. I think those are so cool. Like I was <laughs> in the bank ha- the I'd other have day. To have something in order to do it. I was in the bank the other day, and the old lady ahead of me was escorted back to the yeah to the safe deposit room. That is cool. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And like, then and then I overheard the teller telling her as she walked her back there with mm-hmm. the keys, you know, behind the locked door and everything. Yeah. She was like, well, yours is pretty high, so we're going to have to get a ladder. Ooh. I'm like, oh, cool. Interesting. Like, I've always wanted, like, I'm jealous in those movies when there's, like... So I snuck back there. You open that up, and it's just, like, full of cash, and, like, there's, like, a passport in there. It's like, yeah. I, I want one of those. Yeah, the, a gun, a passport, basically, yeah, like, a go box. I wonder what... I mean, they can't talk about it, but I just wonder what, like, the average bank has in value in those safe deposit boxes. Is it safety deposit box? Is that what they're called? I thought it was just a safe, well, safety, safe deposit. I don't know. I mean, I bet there's some cool ass. Oh, 100%. But also some lame ass. Yeah, where you, you know, someone thinks it's valuable, but it's not really valuable. It might be valuable to them. Yeah, but what else? I mean, yeah, maybe some documents and stuff. But I would assume that if you're going through the trouble of running out one of those things, you probably, I mean. Yeah, it's got to mean something. Right. Right. Yeah, they're, they're called... They're called safe deposit boxes. Would you play safe deposit box roulette? Yes. Absolutely. You know, like they do those stupid uh, storage locker shows? Yeah. Dude, F that. Let's do safe deposit box. 
Like when you default on it, let's go. Looks like uh, around 150 bucks a year safe deposit box. That's it? That's yeah, it, you guys can go down and stuff some valuable. Well, you're better off just... I don't have... I, I literally have nothing. Well, you're better off just getting a safe and putting it at your house. Yeah. Aren't you? Yeah. Or maybe not, because, I mean, well, you the bolt... bank's not getting... No, I mean, but... you, some something's in your safe deposit box. Nobody's getting that. But if you have a gun safe, it's the same thing. No criminal. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to... No one. No criminal right. is walking out of there with a... 2,000 pound gun Exactly. Safe. It's not like Ocean's Eleven trying to break into your house. Is it, no. Isn't there some kind of insurance you get associated with putting it in a deposit box? I don't know. I could, yeah. I don't oh, know. I would imagine. But, you know, you don't. You have to buy that for your own safe at home. Right? I'm going to get one. <laughs> do it. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah. And do what with it? I don't know. I'll put my wedding ring in it or something. <laughs> that you don't wear? Exactly. Is your wedding ring nice? No. No? No. <laughs> so I... I mean, no offense, baby. Yeah, I don't. It was like three or four hundred bucks. Yeah, okay. It wasn't. Damn, that was mine. Cost way more than that. Really? Yeah. Look well, at Schultz stunting on you. Got a platinum. Yeah, I, I was like, I actually. Probably How much was yours? It. it was a uh, thing, nine hundred, a thousand. But you bought yours, you know, way back when, and I bought mine in twenty twenty. Mine's so. buried, so yeah, I don't even I'm have old. one. <laughs> you could go dig mine up if How someone much? wanted to. How much can we get? Mine's made out of wood. I lost a. Uh, I lost mine. The the one that I had yeah. when I got married. I lost it surfing in Hawaii. Yeah, I remember you said that. And then we went and we found one of those places where the guy was making wood rings. Uh -huh. So mine's made out of koa wood. <laughs> so it's worth nothing. Yeah, it's a wooden ring. I don't know, but well, I'm not going after that. That does seem a bit like odd if you want to dig down and try to, to go through that and find it. And, you know, have at it. But no, yeah, like I don't. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get it. And I'm gonna have to just put the ring in there. And it's gonna have a spotlight on it. I'm gonna make people think it's really, it's really expensive. fancy. <laughs> Maybe I can fool someone. Yeah, I've got some NFL helmets. Those are probably worth like ninety Those won't bucks. Fit in a safe deposit box. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of anything in my house that's worth anything. It's like, it's kind of depressing me now that I'm like, you know what? Though my gal actually has real jewelry because like she got a bunch of her mom yeah. stuff. So let's rob your house. Yeah, rob her. Don't rob me. Let's break into her stuff. I don't have anything. All right. We'll wrap it up next on The Fan. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. I'm going to kick some butt in the traffic, track the roads, road. I'm going to kick some ass, I'm going to rise, I'm going to kick a little ass. Rock, flag, and eagle. On 1080, The Fan. Double sign power! I think I just broke this cheap clock we have in here. I think you just did, too. Yeah, just I just hit it and it went off. Well... I reset it because, you know, the, t the time change. Yes. So I, I, I was able to figure that out. <laughs> and I, mean, then I took it from 7.54 to 6.54, and now it's broken. And then you broke it. Well, it's your fault for trying to reset a clock. I just, uh, I never do it. I just know that uh, I'm an hour, like, behind or ahead, <laughs> really? and then I just wait for the next one. You just leave it? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, I know what's up. I'm never going to look at that clock when it, and right now and be like, oh, I can't believe it. Can't believe that uh, you know that's it's, it's an hour. I, I, no, that thing's a piece of crap. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna look at that and be like, oh my god, it's 7:57. What are we doing I mean, here? We're no. never on time, anyways. Why do we need yeah, the clock? Yeah, that's a you? great point. It's like screw it, just throw it. It's fun. I can't find it to hell. Well, with hopefully it. somebody will fix it. Yeah. Oh wait, we don't have an engineer. Yeah, dirt and spray will figure it out in the morning. Yeah, All and right. I got to come back with them to, to handle that. So. You oh, really? you going mornings? Uh, just just tomorrow. So tomorrow, Will's in because he's running a late game over on the pilot side of things. So yeah, okay. it, it's All right. later for him than it is me. So about I'll be that. here in the morning. He'll be here in the afternoon. Will Ortner tomorrow on the there show. There you go. But I'll be back Wednesday.
All right, uh, Ducks Roundtable is coming up next. Uh, we are back tomorrow with a full show, 3 to 7 on the Pink Night. Red ships of Spain. Red ships of Spain. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.